Hi friends, it's Aaron Fregnito, your host of the Passive Cashflow Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us here for another episode. I'm excited to bring you a piece of a past episode that I really enjoyed here. This was called Raising Private Capital with Jay Connor. It's episode 118. What I did was I took a small 10 minute snippet from this that I felt was the most important part of this episode. And I really wanted to bring this back to our listeners to uh, maybe you missed this episode or maybe you forgot about it. It was about six, eight months ago. And uh, what Jay and I talk about in this podcast is raising private capital, right? This snippet in particular talks about protecting your investors, um, how they're protecting the first lien position versus equity investing as well. We talk about hard money lending versus private capital and why John really prefers or Jay really prefers working with uh, private investors, not hard money lenders. Also getting bank loans and the headaches involved in getting bank loans and why Jay prefers uh, private capital over bank loans. Um, I break into the ethics of wholesaling, uh, negotiating with homeowners, um, and then Jay also uh, uh, explains how he helps homeowners sometimes relocate when buying their property or uh, wholesaling their property. Um, Jay also ends uh, here the snippet with talking about a win-win-win structure where all parties are satisfied and all parties feel like they're winning at the end of the negotiation. So that's certainly easier said than done, but here's a snippet of episode 118 here, Raising Private Capital. Jay Connor explains how to raise private capital in this snippet. So enjoy, folks. And, and by the way, if you're enjoying our episodes here, please like and subscribe on the platform you're listening to. Share with a friend who you think would gain value from our episodes. And also leave a five-star review on the platform you're listening to. If you could suggest guests and topics, that'd be great. But every review helps us and every like helps us, of course, expand our network and reach more people and explain how they can build their wealth investing in real estate and improve their lives overall. Thanks a lot, friends. Enjoy this snippet from episode 118. When I do a deal, I want the cash to be happy on both sides of the table, right? Nothing but win, win, win. I want the private lender protected. They always get a deed of trust or mortgage to back. Mm-hmm. In fact, I even name them as mortgagee on the insurance policy. So if there's a claim against the property, they actually have to sign off on the check. So I wanted to make that differentiation. And those are the big ones between hard money and private money. And the other thing I wanted to say is you've got uh, your your logo for people mm-hmm. capital group. Mm-hmm. Your byline is helping people invest in real estate. And I just want to say, Aaron, that's why you and I hit it off from the very beginning. <laughs> my entire mindset and outlook and my entire team's outlook mm-hmm. is all about helping people first. You know, Zig Ziglar mm-hmm. said it. Yeah. Enough other people get what they need and what you don't want to worry about yourself. Here's <laughs> a case in point. How in the world do we help our sell, our uh, sellers that are in foreclosure? You mm-hmm. know, there's two great big categories of foreclosures right now. You got people that were in foreclosure prior to COVID. You got people that lost their jobs because of COVID. Yeah. Well, all the moratoriums have been lifted. You got all these people facing foreclosure now. And guess what? Foreclosures are up 219% year to date over Ooh. last year. You got all these people you can help. And here's an example of helping people. When they respond to our marketing, one of the first questions we ask these people facing foreclosure is, do you want to keep your home? Right. And when they say yes, Mm -hmm. guess what? Mm -hmm. 
We got ways to advise them. We tell them up front, we're not attorneys. I can't give you any legal advice. Yeah, of course. But have you talked to your lender about a deferment program? Have you talked about a loan modification? Mm-hmm. Have you talked? Have you talked to them? So many people in foreclosure go in denial and just don't even talk to their lender. All right, is that crazy? Know what? If we can help, and this all goes back to your byline. Mm-hmm. If we can help someone keep their home, mm-hmm. there's not a penny in it for us. But you know what? Mm-hmm. The law of reciprocity. What goes around comes around. And, um, you know, if I help enough other people, I don't have to worry about me. Uh, mm-hmm. Put them put them first, oh, and, uh, and the business is going to work out for you. You know, I tell you, Aaron, any time I have gotten involved in a business or a career, and I'm 62 years old now, over the past decades, every time I got involved, and it was primarily to make the money, I failed miserably. In fact, I never launched. But when I got on a business that I was passionate about, such as real estate investing, and passionate about helping my private lenders, right? Mm -hmm. They need us more than we need them. There's so so many more of them. When I put them first, and it's like, I'm not asking for money. I'm teaching people what private money is and the private lending program. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I don't even have to ask for the money. I'm helping them by offering a, you know, the traditional way of borrowing money is you go to your banker, you get on your hands and knees, you put your hands underneath your chin, and you go, please loan me money for my deal. Please loan me money for my deal. <laughs> Never ask world, for money. Yeah. And, in, and, and in this world of private money, I'm not asking for a mortgage, I'm offering it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's all about the win-win. And so. When I saw your byline is helping people, it's all about putting people first. And you know, you do that. And if I can help somebody keep their home, I don't have to worry about me and my team. There's mm-hmm. plenty There's plenty to go around. At People's Capital Group, we help you invest in real estate. Build your wealth by owning professionally managed apartment buildings in the Northern New Jersey market. We want to show you how owning real estate is attainable even for the busy professionals that don't have the time or experience investing in real estate. Now we only work with select people who are serious about building wealth. So find out if you qualify at peoplescapitalgroup.com. No, that's a great, it's a great attitude. And that's how I like to live my life in general, you know, do unto others as you'd like to be done to you, of course. And, uh, you know, I'm a Christian fellow myself as well. That helps me keep, uh, good moral grounds. And, uh, it, it's important in this business because, you know, they're, they're, the business of buying homes from people in foreclosure is a bit of a gray zone. You know, um, they'll ask you questions like, well, what do you think my home is worth? You know, just like sitting there like, you know, if you're asking me that, then you're misunderstanding, you know, exactly who I am and what I'm doing here, you know? And that that's a hard question to answer because what it's worth to me or what it's worth to someone else is going to be completely different. But it's, it, you know, there's, there's a moral, uh, groundwork you kind of have to have in the wholesale business or the buying foreclosure business you know and i i honestly after a while like kind of i've done over 250 real estate transactions you know i own and operate a real estate fund it, i it, it almost like it felt a little unethical for me to be there um talking to some homeowners who had never done really you know any type of transaction like this before i'd never been in a situation like this they're kind of looking to us for advice so there were times i'd say to them listen 
I'm not really the guy you go to, to get your home valued. If you want to do that, call a local realtor, call an appraiser. Um, you know, or there were other times I bought properties at sheriff sale auctions and it was in the first 10 day redemption period. And I, I go, now maybe this is stupid, but I go knock on the door and say, Hey, you know, I bought your home at auction. Da, 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 da. Do you want to work out at cash for keys? Da, da, da. And they say, well, no, I want to keep the home. I say, like, okay, well you do a 10 day redemption period. If you can go to the courthouse, you can, you know, ideally buy, you know, uh, redeem your home in the next 10 days if you come up with the cash. So, um, and, and people have done that. And, and I remember thinking to myself, you know, should I have told them that because it's really not in my best interest now i've lost the deal but it just it sat well with me and i was able to rest my head on the pillow at night and say you know what i did the right thing i have no idea you know what that deal was how much money was in it, it wouldn't have mattered early in the day it would have just been another deal on the spreadsheet um but we did the right thing and i remember because of that you know um but there, there's definitely a lot of gray zones that's actually one of the reasons i started to transition into buying properties at sheriff sale auction because I felt a lot more comfortable buying at a sheriff sale auction because that's the public chopping block. If it wasn't me, it would be someone else buying it. Um, you know, there were some times where we were sending out mailings to motivated owners, and um, I, I think there were some some boundaries we always had to be aware of. And it sounds like you're aware of those boundaries as well. But I also know wholesalers that you know the owner asks, "Well, what's my home worth?" And they say, "Oh, twenty thousand dollars." You know, and uh, uh, or whatever they they need to lowball to get them there. And, and honestly, doing that, that's not going to be a long-term business solution, you know? Well, um, as far as what's your home worth, mm -hmm. your house or your property is worth what you and I agree to, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what it comes down to. Mm -hmm. But speaking of, you know, helping people out, um, I much prefer to actually buy the house directly from the person that is in distress. And they can be in distress for many, many reasons. Mm -hmm. Foreclosure, um, somebody lost a job, they're in financial distress, mm -hmm. the property is in distress, whatever. The reason that I prefer, I mean, I buy houses all the time at the courthouse. I'm closing right. on one right now, a week from this coming Monday. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I'm buying it for 306000 the the after repaired value is six hundred thousand, and the rehab might be thirty. Wow. So I, I bought that at the courthouse, but I would have much rather bought that house directly mm. from the owner of that property. And here's why: when someone tells us, when we ask the question, "Will you sell your property for what you owe?" Mm -hmm. and they say yes. Well, am I going to keep a foreclosure off their record? Yes. Am I going to help their credit? No, it's already ruined. Mm -hmm. So the reason my preference is to buy directly from them is I have the opportunity to actually serve them and help them get back on their feet. 100% of the time when someone tells us, yes, I will sell you for what I owe, I'm, I'm behind 10 months on payments. Right. There's no way I can bring it current. And if I let it go to, you know, foreclosure, you know, I got to move out anyway. Do you know what, Aaron? 100% of the time we say, you know what? We want to be a part of helping you get back on your feet. And we want to give you thousands of dollars mm -hmm. to actually help you get moving on. Right. And, and so if I'm going to be making, you know, $74,000 on mm -hmm. a deal, Mm -hmm. For goodness sake, I'm more than glad to give them $5,000 when they didn't even ask for it. 
to help them move, put deposit on utilities, all that. I mean, that's just the part of giving back before you get anything, before you close on it. Now, am I going to give them $5,000 to help them out before I close on the deal? Well, of course not, right? Right. Right. They're not they're not gonna get the money until <laughs> first of all I own the house. Right. And secondly, uh, that I've done a walkthrough. If mm-hmm. I own the house, I might give them twenty five hundred dollars to help mm-hmm. them move out. Mm-hmm. One thing we always offer is a benefit. Leave whatever you want to in the house. You ain't got to mess with it. We got people that takes, you know, stuff to habitat for humanity and everything. Sure. But then we'll do a walkthrough and I'll say, look, it's got to be clean. Um, you know, you don't have to move everything out, but, you know, things have got to be in order. And then I'll give them the rest of the money. Mm-hmm. And my lands, how good does it feel to write a check to somebody for $5,000 to help them get on with their life and you still make 70 grand? You talk about cash being happy on both sides of the table. If it's not win, win, win for, and look, I don't say if it's not win, win, win for everybody, I don't want to do the deal. Look at all the people that we and you, Aaron, and your, your audience are helping. My lands, the seller, your private lender that you're paying high rates of return safely and securely, your contractors, um, your realtor, if you're selling it to the MLS, I mean, all these people are benefiting. Sure. By you, by you simply being the orchestra orchestra director and, and bringing that deal together. Hey, friends! If you're still listening to this episode of the Passive Cash Flow Podcast, then hopefully you've gained value from this episode. So I ask of you a couple things to help us build our network and reach more people and help them passively invest in real estate. See, our goal this year is to reach 10,000 more people, download our podcast here, help them improve their life and get a little more freedom in their life, a little more financial freedom to do the things they love. But to spread our word and help people build their wealth, we need you to do a few things. First of all, share this episode with someone who you think would gain value from our content. Also, leave a five-star review on the platform you're listening to, maybe Apple, iTunes, or Spotify. Please leave a review for us, and we'd love to hear some of your feedback on guests and topics you'd like to hear as well. Also, like and subscribe on the podcast platform that you're listening to as well. If you're on YouTube, check out more of our content there. Again, our goal is to reach 10,000 new listeners this year, so share with a friend, like and subscribe, leave that five-star review, and let's build our networks to the next level. Thank you, and enjoy your day.